Hello, hello everyone. It's been such a long time since we've talked. I know, I know. <laughs> but alas, this entire quarantine situation has brought me out of retirement, at least for a little bit. I hope that you've been doing well and that you're keeping safe even amidst all that is happening around us. Today I'm here to bring to you just a bit of encouragement, particularly for my fellow believers, my Bible-believing Christians who from time to time have this on-again, off-again struggle with faith, especially in a situation like that which we're faced as a world today. The question arises, can God be trusted? So many times when we're faced with challenges, our church brothers and sisters, well-meaning, would say to us, you know, don't worry, he is able, he can do it, he will come through for you. And, you know, you smile and you say, thank you, you know, I appreciate your words of, of comfort and your words of encouragement. All the while thinking, yeah, I know he's able, he is able to come through for me, but will he come through? And that is so often our struggle as Christians. We believe in God's power, but faith isn't simply about believing in God's power, but in believing in his character, believing that he wants the best for us, that he's working all things according to what is in our best interest. I mean, so we would read all the Bible stories. We would see where, you know, he parted the Red Sea for the Israelites. We'd see in the New Testament where he rose um, Lazarus, Lazarus from the dead. So we believe in his power. We don't doubt that. But when we're faced with hardship, when we see innocent people suffering and evil seemingly winning, it really brings you to a place where you ask, you know, God, what are you doing? <laughs> I've had those experiences where I've asked, um, had to ask God, what are you doing really and when i am faced with that situation there's one thing that usually brings me to a place where i i have complete peace and where i'm able to trust god now let's look at a real example of faith in the bible i know right now it's popular for people to tell you you know um Faith is believing that once you ask for something hard enough and, you know, you believe it enough that this is your season, you're going to have it. It's yours. Just claim it. And, well, that just might not be true (laughs) all of the time, you know. It may not be your season no matter how much you ask for it because his thoughts are higher than ours his ways are higher than always and so very often what we think is the best thing for us may not be the three hebrew boys shadrach meshach and abednego are like a prime example of what real faith is all right i'm reading to you from daniel chapter three is it yes daniel chapter three and it says This was their answer when they were called on to bow and worship the king's image. And they said, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, and you see, that's the part. That's the part that says to me that they don't believe in God simply because they believe that he's powerful, but they believe in his character. And because they believe in his character, they're saying, look, even if we die because there's a chance that we're gonna die there is a chance that he will not actually save us but even so 
we trust him because we know that he's a just God and he's only working for our good. So they say, but even if he does not, we want you to know your majesty. And I'm reading from the New International Version. Your majesty, we want you to know that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. And this is real faith, okay? This is real faith. Because as is said in Hebrews eleven sixteen, for he who comes to God must believe that he is. Most of us have that part down. Most of us Christians believe that he is. But this next part is a tricky part. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. When evil seems to be winning, when everything seems to be going wrong in your life, seemingly without the intervention of God, do we believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him? Whenever I'm faced with that challenge, the one thing that grounds me is focusing on the life and death of Christ. Because there is so much that I don't understand. Very often I question, what is the point of all of this? What is the meaning of all of this? But when I focus on the cross and on the suffering that Christ endured to save me, that just says to me, he loves me. I don't understand everything, but he loves me. And he does everything in my best interest. So I'm encouraging you today to spend some time focusing on the life of Christ and on his sacrifice on the cross if you are struggling with faith, if you are struggling with trusting in God's character and believing that he can be trusted. Because indeed, he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. But when you spend time focusing on Christ's life and his sacrifice, your mind is just naturally lifted above earthly things. And suddenly you realize it becomes clear that his reward is not a house or a car, but his reward is eternal life. Revelation chapter 22, 12 says, Behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me. God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He can be trusted. Have faith. Not only believe in his power, but believe in his character. Because he is a God who can be trusted. He wants and works everything out in accordance to...